Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. Did I start that too soon? No. Okay, because it was a little delayed here. Uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Lorraine, and this is... Jeremiah. <laughs> How are you doing, Jeremiah? I'm great. How are you doing, Lorraine? I am well. Very, very busy, as always. So um, I know you are, too. So crazy, crazy days started up with school, right? Brady starts... Yes. Yeah, yeah. That just seems to make things a little bit more crazy. Yes, but it's all good. Well, uh, I'm sorry, what grade is he in now? Ninth grade. He is. He started at high school. He is, yeah. Was he nervous? No, it's the same school and the same building, so... Yeah. He he wasn't nervous. No, I don't, you know, I don't think Gabriel was nervous about high school when he started either. So, so I have a senior, so we're on opposite ends of the spectrum. I know. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's a little sad. It's like, you know, sweet and sour. Yeah. But you've been through it twice. I've been through it once. So we know it's a, it's like a roller coaster. We talked about that last week. Right. Uh, so for anybody out there who has a senior, you know, congratulations and strap on your seatbelt because it is a wild ride for a year. It is. Yeah. It is. And then they're all grown up and think they can do everything by themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we all know that this, you know, if you think that parenting is over when they're out of the house. Oh, yeah. So wrong on so many levels. Yeah. No, you're consistently always parenting for the rest of your life. It never goes away. Yeah. So, but that's a blessing. It is. It, it is. is a blessing. I, I, I'm, I'm glad. I have my older son, Joshua, coming in this weekend, Saturday, hopefully, um, to spend a little time with us. So I'm excited to see him. Well, good. Good. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, one comes in, one goes out, one goes out, one comes in. Ah, it is. <laughs> so, so now I don't have to drive to school anymore. So I have an extra two hours a day incorporated into my time, which is oh, nice. very lovely. Yes. So I can actually maybe get the room done here that's i told you i took a sewing class right did i tell you about that i did i okay so i inherited this sewing machine from a friend of my sister's in arizona i've had it for i don't know at least three years and it's been sitting doing nothing so i i have sewn before but i kind of needed a refresher course so i took this little like learn how to use your sewing machine course. And I took it and then I never, I haven't been on the machine yet. Does it connect to your computer? How do you, no, this is an old machine. I, uh, no, okay. It's not computerized at all. This is all like old school. Yeah, no, I, I know they have ones now that'll connect to your computer and you can use software to like embroider. Yes. Designs and stuff like that. Yeah, no, this is not. This has some stitches that are like you can maybe do, but no, yeah. Which I'm okay with that. I, I I like doing old school. There's just some things that I would like to learn how to do, and so in my spare time. In your spare time, that's right. Yeah, when the I extra two hours of drive time taken away. Yeah, yeah. I'll just you know, like I say, I'm going to be sitting around eating bonbons right during that two hours. Yeah. Whatever. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I just want to clean my house. I just want to like get my brain wrapped around that. So yeah. Well, yeah. I will say that I've I've had a good week, although I will admit to being very excuse me. Being very whiny this week. About everything. Oh. It seems like everything. It's not everything, but our house is getting back together for some of those that don't know. It's been since April. We had a leak and we're trying to get things uh, put back together, cabinets, walls. So I whined because we had to paint the dining room. 
and then we had to unload boxes and take them down to recycling. So I whined about all that. It was kind of whiny, kind of whiny week for me. That's all right. It's a spiritual gift. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I can, I can do it very well. So <laughs> I'm going to tell my wife that. <laughs> the spiritual gift of wine. <laughs> That's right. Sure, she'll appreciate that. <laughs> She's going to be like, Lorraine, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> mind, mind your own business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor thing. I do, I do, I do wine sometimes. So it's been a whiny week. So I'm working on that. Oh, well, you know, sometimes we're entitled to do that. Sometimes. Yes. I, well, I've been whining about my electric bill and whatnot. So. Well, yeah. And other things. I, I try not to whine. I really do try not to whine, but I try to. But this week, it just—I didn't try. <laughs> you just—you just let loose, and that's okay. I did let loose. Oh, my poor wife. Yeah, she doesn't like it. That's all right. It's, but yeah. she ignored it. She ignored it and just kept moving. I keep saying to everybody, I've mentioned this a couple of times, I think, uh, saying, you know, sometimes you fall off the wagon and you just, you know, you pick it back up the next day. It's like, you know, people always are like, oh, I need to start my diet on Monday. No, start it tomorrow. Why, why right. do you got to wait until Monday? Start tomorrow. Oh, I haven't read my Bible and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? Start right now, right mm -hmm. in this moment. Just stop and, you know, or whatever, whatever it is that you haven't done that you're supposed, oh, I need to start exercising. You know what? Go for a walk. Right. And right. start now. You know, so we are your motivational speakers. <laughs> you come talk to us because we will motivate you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, I have been walking every day almost for, I, I'm going to say at least, I don't know, five, six weeks now, I think. Nice. Haven't lost not one ounce. I'm, well, what am I doing wrong? I got to figure this out. Are you are you are you power washing? You know, uh, sometimes I am. Sometimes it depends upon who I'm walking with, and whether or not I have the dog. So, ah. if I go by myself, I can do a pretty good power walk and get my heart rate up. Like up the street. Let me see where am I at? Up the street. Um, there's a, a good steep hill that goes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you see that? I can see it right there. <laughs> that gives me a good, like, I can feel stuff pumping and my heart rate gets up. So if I could do that twice, I can get a good, you know, walk in. It's literally two mile. It's a one mile walk around this neighborhood in mm. this section of the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So. If I can go around twice, it's a good walk. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah I've been I've been working out. Uh, not this week as consistent, but the last couple of weeks I've been uh, working out every other day. So that you know, I do feel better on the days that I do. You do. You really do feel do. better. I know, yeah. and I keep I keep talking about wanting to go swim. You know, they, I've got a, a YMCA that's not too far from here, but you know, okay, so I'll whine about I don't want to drive. <laughs> so lazy i don't want to drive what helped me like really kind of get back into it was so i will work out and then we have a pool so i go and get in the pool right after my workout oh there you go and it it cooled <laughs> me off first off and then secondly i think it helps with my muscles because the first day i felt sore but every other day it, I, I don't know because it was cool it wasn't like freezing cold but it was cool so i think it helps inflammation and things like that so but then i didn't get enough chlorine and i had to clean it so you know i'll rich, get that back up this week rich says that it does help him when he gets into the pool the cold water does help with um the muscles and the joints he says that when he gets in the ocean uh out here the ocean's about it runs it right on the average about 65 to 70 degrees give or take and he says, like, 70 degrees, that's a good, you know, that's a good swim. He says when it drops down, though, he's, like, freezing. He has to wear, a, like, a little, uh, not a wetsuit, but uh, they've got, like, 
half shirts. Like they have uh, a sh- instead of the full suit, you can just get like a top, and he'll wear one of those in the in the water just to kind of keep him a little bit warmer. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I've yet to buy a wetsuit. Haven't done that yet. But... I don't think they make them in my size. Yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> but I don't need one. I don't surf. I don't do anything like that. So yeah. I, I do want to try the paddle boarding thing. I told you I tried paddle boarding yeah. for 15 minutes. So I think I do want to try getting back out there again and getting that going on. So maybe we can do like a family outing. Maybe I can get Joshua to do it with me on Saturday. Maybe we'll do that. Because Gabriel's going away with his girlfriend's family. So it's just uh, me. Me and Joshua, Rich is on call, so maybe maybe I can get him to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, well, um, I'm sorry. We kind of, we do this every week. I, I, hopefully people really like listening to our stuff. I don't know if they do or not. <laughs> they do. I mean, you know, it's kind of fun to talk about. We should get, like, guest people to come in. We should get, like, like, what? Yeah, we're going to talk about something next week. Okay. I'm going to surprise you next week. I got an idea. Okay. I think we can do something. Well, cool. I so listeners, stay tuned. Yeah. Here's a, here's a spoiler. Yeah. You, yeah. This will entice you to come back to yeah. hear what the new thing is. I think that I think we're on the same page, though. I'm like reading your mind. I, you probably are. Unagi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, do you want to open us up in prayer this week, and then we'll dive into? Oh, we haven't tell them what this is. Episode forty-six point one. Sorry. Yeah. Welcome. Bypass <laughs> that, and uh, we are in First Peter chapter four. So just to give you a heads up that that's where we're at. So uh, anyway, all right. Well, why don't you go ahead and pray, and then we'll dive in. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, glory and praise to you, Lord. Uh, We come before you now and offer you blessings and praise. And we thank you for uh, each and every day that we have. Uh, Lorraine and I thank you for each and every day that we get to to read your word to others and uh, grow in experience with you and in love with you, Lord. Uh, what a tremendous blessing this is to us. And my prayer, Lord, is that it's a blessing to, to people that decide to listen. Uh, it's an encouragement to others to just pick up and start reading and, and learning about you, Lord, and, and creating a relationship with you, Lord. I pray for teachers, students, parents. Uh, I think everybody is pretty much back in school now, Lord. And so it's it's a uh, it's a crazy time. We talked about it already, Lord. And uh, for a lot of people, whether you have kids or don't, sometimes it's still crazy at this time. Traffic changes, uh, all kinds of stuff happen around this in, in the beginning of, of the school year, Lord. And so uh, my prayer is for patience, for understanding, and for love, Lord. Most of all, uh, that we love each other and help each other through difficult times and crazy times and and are able just to be there for each other. Most of all, we thank you for your son who died on the cross for our sins, Lord. And uh, I pray that we uh, learn about that love and understand it of what Jesus did and what he continues to do and the Holy Spirit, Lord. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So we are chapter four, first Peter. Are you popping up the, um, yep, there it yep. is. He's he's on it. He's on it. Like white on rice. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a short chapter, so uh, not that that makes it any better or worse. Uh, okay. Living for God. So then, since Christ suffered physical pain, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude he had and be ready to suffer too. For if you have suffered physically for Christ, you have finished with sin. 
You won't spend the rest of your lives chasing your own desires, but you will be anxious to do the will of God. You've had enough in the past of the evil things that godless people enjoy, their immorality and lust, their feasting and drunkenness and wild parties and their terrible worship of idols. Of course, your former friends are, sur are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things they do. So they slander you. But remember that they will have to face God who stands ready to judge everyone, both the living and the dead. That is why the good news was preached to those who are now dead. So although they were destined to die like all people, they now live forever with God in the spirit. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Suffering for being a Christian. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad, for these trials make your, you partners with Christ in his suffering, so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. If you are insulted because you bear the name of Christ, you will be blessed, for the glorious Spirit of God rests upon you. If you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, making trouble, or prying into other people's affairs. But it is no shame to suffer for being a Christ. I'm sorry, for being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. For the time has come for judgment and it must begin with God's household. And if judgment begins with us, what terrible fate awaits those who have never obeyed God's good news? And also, if the righteous are barely saved, what will happen to godless sinners? So if you are suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right and trust your lives to, to the God who created you for he will never fail you. All right, there's some stuff that I didn't get to highlight, but maybe we can go over that later. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe you highlighted it and I didn't get to it. <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff in here. There was some stuff mm -hmm. that I was like, what? Wow. All right, where did you start? Uh, I started with verse one. Okay. Um, since Christ suffered physical pain, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude he had and be ready to suffer too. So, uh, you know, it makes me think about what kind of attitude Christ had. He wasn't uh, belligerent. He wasn't rude. He wasn't uh, mean to those that persecuted him I'm, i know he didn't like it and he was hurting real bad but he didn't raise up his arm he didn't uh smart off um he kind of knew what was happening and kind of just took it and so sometimes that's the attitude that you know i i think about having yeah i agree with that i also highlighted the next line too for if you have severed physically for christ you have finished with sin yeah. i think you know, um, some people, I don't know, you know, people who have uh, physical addictions, maybe, uh, maybe that's what this is referring to. You know, you have to physically go through, quote unquote, you know, withdrawal or um, trying to overcome your whatever it is. You know, maybe you have a propensity to eat too much or whatever, drink too much, whatever. Uh, work too much. You know, these are physical things that you're doing. And I think that if you are, if you've suffered physically for Christ, you've finished with that sin. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that right? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I checked with that. 
Okay. And then um, going on into, um, you won't spend the rest of your lives chasing your own desires, but you will be anxious to do the will of God. Yeah, once you're done with whatever is your quote unquote idol, you know, whatever's preventing you from focusing on God, once you get rid of that, you're all you're doing is focusing on doing what God wants you to do, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I think we're on the right track with that. Mm-hmm. What else did you get? <clears throat> um, yeah, I highlighted that doing that too. You'll be interested in the will of God, and you know it, it's funny. Um, I watched a, a TikTok over the week that talked about uh, worship and worship of God and why why we worship God, and it's it you know it completes us. God doesn't need our worship, um, but we want, you know, we, we, we have a, a human need to worship something. And, and that's just the way it is. We worship money, uh, sex, other people. I mean, there are other things to worship besides God. Yeah. But worshiping God is what fills us and completes us. So that's right. You know, I'm, I'm right on track with that. You know, and also, uh, I think maybe we've talked about this before. You know, somebody, somewhere along the line said you know there's a hole in your heart you have a space in your heart and the only thing that can fill it is jesus you know and that's where you know people try to fill it with other stuff they try to with things that are like they don't mean anything and 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 I've, i've been reading this you know this life is fleeting this is a short blip and if you are wasting your time filling it with the things of the world and you're wasting your time because the only thing you should be filling it with is, is with Jesus. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's funny because it even goes on to say that, I mean, I could have highlighted this whole chapter. You have had enough in the past of the evil things that godless people enjoy their immorality, lust, their feastings and drunkenness and their terrible worship of, of idols. You know, you, you, that should be in the past. It should be done finished you know and then i thought this was interesting um when you go into four your former friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things that they do and then they slander you Uh, and i when we do get we've talked about writing our um testimonies right and posting it which we didn't do so you know bad bad girl um but in the process of what happened to me and i'll write all this down when i get to it the person that helped me navigate um said you know he was telling me about his experience he said once he got saved his old friends that were not saved kind of abandoned him and sort of left him on the wayside because they had nothing in common anymore right and so he said, you, you'll find that your old friends from your old life sort of fall away. And that's what this, this verse is talking about, you know, that they, you don't have anything in common with them anymore, you know. And you can try to be a good example, you know, and, you know, try, you know, show that you're living the Christian life and hopefully they recognize it and hopefully they'll get saved too. That's, you know, that's the hope that we have right exactly so i didn't have anything else for this section did you i'm looking at your highlighting what well, else i'm just I, I you know i'm thinking about those two verses and it's it's just i also see the perspective of it is you know we all have a past oh yeah we've all done evil things and um it's okay that we've done them but once we say this is it and we give our life to God, then it's in the past. And, it, you know, God doesn't hold that against us anymore. Yes. Right. Um, now, if we continue doing it, that's another story. But the fact that if we've decided, OK, we're working towards it and we repent, you know, and if things are going to happen, other things are going to go. But if we are truly repentant of what we've done and trying to move forward, you know, God does have. Has that has that grace for us? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? He forgets. Like he put once you've once you've repented and you started living the right life, he doesn't remember the old stuff, you know? And that's why it's hard as humans when you know, people who knew you or me back in the day before we did get saved, they knew what we did, they know what we've right. done. But they're human and they're living in that thought process. They're not, they're not thinking of you in a godly way. They're thinking of you in a human way, you know, and that's what the world does. They look at Christians from a human standpoint. So they're looking at you going, well, I thought you were a Christian. You know, I thought, you know, and you're like, I am a Christian and I am forgiven. I'm not perfect. You Mm -hmm. know, even in my saved life, I'm not perfect. I'm still going to make mistakes, you know, and I'm still going to do foolish things. You know, that's just, that's human nature. You can't help it because we're not perfect. We're not Jesus. Yeah. So uh, what's your next section that you have? Are you done with that? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm done with that. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm going to jump up real quick and turn off my ceiling fan because I don't know if you can hear it or not, but I can. So hang on. No, I can't hear that. (laughs) Uh, I, I can. It's annoying. Okay. I don't normally do that, but okay. Sorry, guys. Okay. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) The the wonders of technology. Um, I have next in eight. Continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal. I thought um, this was an interesting um, verse because you mentioned you prayed for people to love each other. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, that, you know, if anybody out there thinks that this is a planned podcast, it's not. This is all organic and it's all very spontaneous. And so the fact that and I and I even said this to you, I think, before we got on here, I didn't read this before. I usually read it prior just so I can have a little heads up on it and the the fact that you prayed over loving each other was kind of interesting that here it is in today's reading right exactly and and so right now I'm looking for a quote uh that I just I love um hang on so um from one of my favorite shows um and it's it's doctor who everybody everybody that listens to this knows i love doctor who right yes yep okay <laughs> so one of my favorite quotes is um from an episode where uh, he always travels with a friend like they call it a companion so he has the same person that travels throughout time and space with him and uh in this episode the friend deceived him or tried to deceive him and uh, thinking that she had really, really tricked him. And, um, you know, in the end, he knows she was trying to do that. And he, he exposes it. And then she starts crying and she knows what she did was wrong. She thought she was trying to do it for the right reason. And he has a quote. Uh, he tells her, you know, he's going to help her anyways. And she asked, why would you help me after I really did this bad thing to you? And the quote is, why do you think that I care for you so little that betraying me would make a difference? He, he loved his companion so much. It didn't matter what she did to him. You know, he's going to help her do what he, she, she needs or wants. And so that just kind of relates that, that, quote always sticks with me because that's I relate to God like no matter what I do he's going to come back and say why do you think that I I I love you and care for you so much it doesn't matter you 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 repent of your sin and let's move forward kind of thing so uh, can you say it again because I was trying to write it down and I don't do shorthand (laughs) Do do you think that I care for you so little that betraying me would make a difference betraying me there it is would. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to write this as fast as I can. It would make a difference. Okay, got it. 
I'm sure I can look it up. That yeah. Write it down now. All right. No, I think that is so true. And who, as humans, how many times do we betray Jesus in a day, right? Right, exactly. I mean, it's like you, you do it inadvertently. You probably don't even know that you're doing it, you know. Um, and, and are they little betrayals, big betrayals? It doesn't matter. But God still forgives us and he moves on. He loves us so much, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a exactly. good question. I love that. That's cool. Just real quick, I watched uh, all six uh, episodes of The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit this week in succession. Like, it was nice. just like one after another. I know. That's I just, all your free time there, right? That was my two <laughs> hours of free time. Exactly. Yes, the two hours I got extra. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> okay. Um God is, I did not highlight this. God has given, oh, this was a funny. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. I kept thinking of the the the, the spiritual gift of whining. <laughs> I did too. Wine so well. <laughs> you forgot to mention that in this passage. Yes. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, <clears throat> I don't know where it is, and I, I, if it had popped up in the last, you know, whatever books that we've been reading, uh, I haven't seen it yet. But um, somewhere in the New Testament, and I don't know where it is yet, um, here it says, cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. And this might be the verse, I don't know. But I thought I had remembered somewhere along the line that God has charged us, well, first it was, I believe, the Israelites, to have a room prepared for those who come to your home just in case they need a place to stay. There should always be a a quote-unquote guest room. Um, And I thought that was kind of cool that I saw this pop up. But there's actually a verse that says something to that effect, saying you should have a guest room for like traveling rabbis or, you know, holy men or I I wish it would come to me. I don't know where it is. But if you don't have a guest room, you should have a guest room in your house because God charges us with that. I'm in my guest room and it's not ready. So I'm. Guilty as charged. (laughs) All right. Um, Did you have anything? I had that last verse. Then everything you do will bring glory to God, Jesus Christ. Did you highlight that? I did highlight that, yes. Yeah. All glory and power to him forever and ever. I thought that was the end of the chapter, and then I had to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is the next thing that you have? Uh, in verse 12, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going through as if something strange were happening to you. You know, it's like every time we we offer people the opportunity to accept Christ, you know, the, the promise of a carefree, nothing ever happening to you life is, is not going to happen. And that's kind of I like almost like the theme of this chapter, right, is telling you you're going to experience trials. You know, some more so than others. I mean, if you live in China, it's going to be much tougher on you, uh, probably in a different way. But becoming a Christian and trying to escape the past life and, and create something new is not necessarily going to be easy for you. And and it is uh, you're going to have things that come up and challenge you and challenge your faith. Yeah, absolutely. And and don't be surprised by it. Right. Uh, you have to be prepared for it more than anything. Oh, every day there is spirit. We've talked about this. There's spiritual warfare going on continually. And, you know, I've said it in the past. If you're, if you, if, uh, how, how did I say it? If you're not under attack, you're doing something wrong because, you know, that's the biggest thing. If God, if, if not God, if, uh, if Satan is not, if you're not on Satan's radar, then you need to get on his radar. And I know that sounds crazy, but it means that you are spiritually intact with God and you are having a relationship with him. And that's a threat to, to Satan. 
and everything that he wants to do. And and your family, same thing. If your family, you know, if you're just kind of sliding by and, you know, that means you need to be, I know how I said it. If you are, if you are spiritually on target with God, then you are going to be targeted by Satan, you know, mm-hmm. and you will be under attack. That means you're doing something right with God because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm beating that one to death. On, so I'll move on. <laughs> I did 14. Did you do 14? I did. Oh, okay, cool. You want to read it? If you are insulted because you bear the name of Christ, you will be blessed for the glorious spirit of God rest upon you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people are going to be, again, you're under a microscope as a Christian, yep. right? I'm, I'm exactly. And go ahead. I was going to say, but this, you know, this, all this goes back to also having the attitude of Christ of love, right? Even though these, you'll be insulted, you'll be going through these trials. You know, we, we should strive to still have that attitude of Christ and love everybody so that it, it, you know, like you said, love covers a multitude of sins. And that's where Christ shines through is if we can emulate him in that sense, that's where people see the difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I'm right there with you, baby. And then I went into the, uh, the scripture that was, uh, in 18, did you get to that or did you do something else? I mean, I did highlight 16, no shame. Uh, there is no shame to suffer for being a Christian. So we praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. Oh, yeah. That's a good you know? one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, the, and like, I mean, it's, it's very clear. You know, there's no shame to suffer for being a, a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. I mean, that being called to do his service is it's a privilege, you know, and we should be happy that we're being called to do that. And every Christian should be doing something to further the kingdom. Everybody should yeah. be on target doing that. And then if the righteous are barely saved, I, I OK, maybe you can expound on that a little bit if the righteous are barely saved the righteous what will happen to godless sinners so if we're being barely saved i guess by the skin of our teeth because christ suffered for us what's going to happen to the godless sinners i mean i guess uh, was well, referring to proverbs eleven thirty one. So let's look at the whole chapter of Proverbs. Let's see what he's talking about here. Let's try to see if we can put it in context. Hold on. I got to get back there. Proverbs. 11. Yeah, I don't have tabs in this book, so it's hard for me to get back to. So really, the, the whole chapter here is talking about being good. Or evil. The seeds of good deeds become the tree of life. A wise person wins friends. If the righteous are rewarded here on earth, what will happen to the wicked sinners? It's a little bit different than what this verse says. It is a little different. That's really odd because it's the same Bible. It's the same translation. That's kind of odd that they changed it. Ah. Uh, this is Greek version, so I wonder if it, there's just a. Uh, I wonder if this verse here in Peter is translated from Greek. Mm. That's why it doesn't meet. Oh, I see. Exactly what it what it says in Proverbs. If the righteous are rewarded here on earth, what will happen to wicked sinners? I. I'm at a, I'm at a loss for this one. I don't know about you. Well, the the whole verse here is kind of just talking about how it, it's it's wisdom, right? So it's talking about honesty guides good people, dishonesty destroys the, the treacherous person. 
Riches won't help on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. The godly are directed by honesty. The wicked fall beneath their load of sin. So I, I, it, it looks like, you know, it's, it's talking about preparation and, and the reward you get from leading a righteous life. You're prepared. You're um, right with God. Uh, you know, you, you do things to make sure that you can be aware of what's, what's going on. So I think what he's referring to here, because he's talking about how you'll be uh, judged for being a Christian, uh, judged for being righteous um, by, by the world. But the world, but you're rewarded when you're righteous because you're, you're, you're using wisdom. You're following God's will. Uh, you'll be prepared for what happens. And then in the end, you're saved. You're, you, you, you get to spend eternity with God. Okay. And so what's the alternative? What, what are going to happen to the godless sinners? Well, the, the sinners, you know, they, the, the way that their sin brings them down. Uh, they're not ready when food is short. You know, they're not wise. They're foolish. I think that's kind of what, the relation is there well and ultimately they if they don't repent they're going to hell right yeah so the, 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 the end is that, you know right yeah yeah well and then it goes on to say too so if you're suffering in a manner that pleases god so if you're suffering as a christian uh keep on doing what is right you know keep on doing what you're doing because you know your treasures are not here on earth your treasures are in heaven right right Yes. And trust your lives to the God who created you, for he will never fail you. You got to just put your trust in God and in Jesus. That's what it comes down to, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's what 11 was saying. So, yeah. Keep on doing what you're doing. God's going to reward whatever it is. If you're, if, you're, if you're suffering for the kingdom of heaven, you're going to be rewarded. Not here on earth, but in the end, you know, when, when you get to heaven, God will reward you, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, all right. Well, as always, good stuff. Uh, and and here we are at that moment <clears throat> where we give you that opportunity. If you have not made a choice for Jesus, this is your moment. Um, we will say the prayer uh, with you. We always tell you this is not about us. It's not about us saying the prayer. It's about you and your relationship with God and what you believe and your faith. So. We're just going to lead you in this prayer, and uh, if you're a believer, go ahead and uh, feel free to say it with us. So let's go ahead and uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I will live my life for him, and I accept him into my heart. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. We always say this, but we really are truly happy that you uh, became uh, a brother or sister in Christ. Um, we always tell you, mark it in your Bible, because uh, you know, you'll never forget this day, ever. Um, it's embedded. And uh, you have a new birthday in Christ. So uh, we encourage you to get to a pastor, to a church, uh, get to the next level. Don't just stagnate. You know, this isn't the, this is the beginning. It's not the end. It's the beginning. And uh, you're beginning to do exactly what we we're talking about today, suffering for Christ and suffering for the kingdom. And, you know, and I hate to say that on the day of your birthday. <laughs> But, you know, and there's joy, too. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not just about suffering. I mean, I hate I don't want anybody to think that that's about you know, all you're going to do is suffer because that's not what it is. No, no. You know, but you will experience it some way or another. Somebody's going to challenge you. Somebody's going to, you know, and the way to be prepared is to read your Bible. The more you know, I mean, I hate to quote, you know, NBC Saturday morning, but the more you know. <laughs> Yes. 
<laughs> so anyway, we would love to hear from you and uh, Jeremiah. How do they do that? They can email us at uh, Lorraine at Leap of Faith podcast.org jeremiah at leap of faith podcast.org uh, our facebook page uh, leap of faith podcast and uh, you can comment uh, a message through uh, anywhere that you listen to your podcast uh, leave ratings tell us how things are going uh, that definitely helps us out as well absolutely so and spread the word. Feel free to spread this information. I have uh, my friend up the street. She keeps telling people about it. And I, I love the fact she's like my biggest advertiser. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I don't want to use that word advertise because we're not trying to advertise. We're just trying to get God's word out there. It's not yes. about me. It's not about Jeremiah. It's not about it's not a popularity contest. Uh, you know, if it's for one person, then it's for one person. If it's for 20, 100, whatever. Uh, we're just thankful that we get to do this and that God has called us into this uh, ministry. So uh, that's it for today. As far as yeah. reading, uh, we are on to the little things. Um, Jeremiah and I had already started talking a little bit prior about uh, the importance of worship. And you did bring this up at the beginning of this podcast. Right? Didn't you bring yes. up something about worship? Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, you know, uh, this dates back to the Old Testament. And, you know, people don't realize, maybe they do, maybe they don't, but David wrote Psalms or most of Psalms. He played the harp, he sang, he danced, because you've we've heard, you know, you want to dance like David, there's a song. Um, and you, this is what you want to do. I mean, uh, praising God is uh, part of the relationship as far as I'm concerned. And if you're not actively worshiping God out loud, uh, you're lacking. I think, you know, I think, you you know, even if you're a bad singer, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. None of that matters. Um, and it's, it you know. But I think also when we think about worshiping God, it's how we live our lives yeah. as well. You know, are we good at something? As we read in Peter, you know, do it. You're given a spiritual gift and do it unto the Lord. And that's that's praise. It is. <laughs> it is part of the praise and worship. You're right. I it didn't you know, for me, I mean, it's very personal for me because I love to sing. I loved working for the worship ministry. I'm not a great singer. Trust me, really not. I mean, you know, I remember the first time. <laughs> I, the reason why we started going to Community Bible Church was because Robert was preaching, which attracted my husband, but uh, Ray Jones with the worship team was my attraction. And that, and I, and not that I didn't love Robert, because I did. And of course, he was my boss for years. But um my attraction was to go and be, be a part of the worship team. And I remember the, it was sometime around Christmas, I guess it was. And I went, I, I gathered my, you know, nerve and I went to him and I said, you know, I think that God's calling me to join the choir. He's like, well, come after the Christmas program's over. And I, I get that now because they poured in a lot to get there and a lot of practice. And I showed up the first day uh, after when they had their, uh, first choir practice and he said so uh what part do you sing and I'm like I don't know <laughs> what part do I sing what are you talking about so he's like go sing with the sopranos I guess he figured I was a girl so I could sing soprano oh my gosh that was a disaster I couldn't hit a high note to save my life so I ended up filtering my way down to the altos somehow ended up with tenors you know, I was singing with the men because my voice was so deep. So anyway, you know, I didn't know what I was talking about. I didn't know what to do, but I did what God was telling me to do. And uh, that's to me. But you're right. It's, you know, whatever you do, do unto the Lord. And that's a that is worshiping him. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I had no business. I sing at church. And I've been told not to sing as loud. Yeah. <laughs> But sing. 
You know, I did um, that to my husband, and I feel terrible I did that to him. Yeah. I did. I don't care. I just sing. I just sing. Uh, you should. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's a joy. It's a God. You know, it might be coming out like not, but when it reaches his ears, yes, it's like perfume to him. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a great experience, and just being able to just. He's wanting something. Someone open at the door, actually. He wants your attention. <laughs> he doesn't hear anything else when he goes into this. Oh, he's looking at me, though. <laughs> Mine have been surprisingly quiet, so that means that they're up to something. Yeah, I don't know what. You're muted right now, so we're, we'll just wait. Or should I just keep talking? <laughs> you could probably keep talking. I don't know what he's deciding. He's quiet for the moment, but. That is so funny. Yeah, yeah. He's praising God. That's what he's doing. He's telling me someone's at the door. Ah. Maybe he is. I mean, that's what he does. That's his job. So. He's protecting you. He is. He does do a good job of that. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. You know, the other thing, whatever it is that you are going to praise God with is, uh, I just lost my, oh, oh, mere practice here on earth. I've been told that the singing we do here on earth is just practice for what we're going to be doing in heaven, that we're going to do that for eternity. So you better get really good at whatever it is that you're praising the Lord with, because that's what you're going to be doing. So I don't know. I don't know how it works in heaven. I'm, you know, I'm here on earth just like everybody else. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to speculate what God's got in store for us up there. I can only go by what our Bible tells us. And I am looking forward to that day that we get to do the praise and worship. Exactly. So, all right. Well, are we done for today? I think so. I think we are. Uh, I know I still have another hour left of the extra time that I have <laughs> for the day. <laughs> so uh, again, thank you to everybody out there for uh, joining us. We don't know what time of day it is that you uh, were able to do this morning, noon, night. We have no idea. Uh, we don't even know what day it is that you're listening. It could be a completely different day. Uh, it might be a different year. I mentioned this the other day. I mean, in a year, might, you know, they could be listening to this a year from now, and it's still going to be fresh because it's God's word. So, uh, and it'll be re relevant to whatever it is. So anyway, thank you for joining us. God bless you and have a great, well, I'm going to say weekends, and I'll see you Monday. All right. See you next week.